All right, everybody, welcome to a Monday. You know, the world has changed. Um, Things aren't like they used to be. A lot of, uh, well, inappropriate things happening in sports these days. You hear about it all the time. Sometimes things are done. Sometimes things aren't. We've got a guest today that we're going to be talking to about world girls hockey, high school hockey. Yeah, we've all heard of world hockey town, USA, but we all haven't heard the whole story. Uh, we'll find out more about that. Our guest today is Shana Langtill. We'll be talking with her. Uh, by the way, your show today brought to you by Moe's Cafe here in the Grand Cities Mall. Of course, they're not open on Mondays, but they are Tuesdays through Sundays. What a great sit-down takeout diner. Awesome breakfast and lunch. Uh, they've got gluten-free choices. You'll get 15% off if you're in the military. They're open again Tuesday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 3 p.m. Weekends, 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. And uh, check out Moe's Daily Dish weekday mornings. You'll hear it right here on Grand Fork's Best Source tomorrow morning. Uh, during the update. So if you want some awesome food that's not your ordinary food, check it out. Moe's Cafe, Suite 31 in the Grand Cities Mall. If you have any questions or comments, um, this is one we didn't promote a whole lot of because, um, well, to be honest with you, I didn't want my phone ringing all weekend because I figured it probably would. 701-213-0863 is our number. Feel free to call or text in 701-213-0863. All right, before we get going, here we go. Uh, Dale, the producer, already warned our guests about my corny jokes, but let's do it. Uh, Jokes my neighbor tells me. Jokes my neighbor tells me. Uh, Did you know that 14 muscles are activated when you pour a cup of coffee? 14 muscles are activated when you pour a cup of coffee. Um, You didn't know fitness is my passion. (laughs) All right. I knew that one wasn't going to be very good. Um, here we go. Uh, Shana Langto, um, how are you doing? Okay. Okay. Now, I know you're nervous about this, um, and that's okay. It's just me and you here. Uh, don't worry about it. But um, before we get going, I just want you to tell us a little bit about you, your family. Don't have to talk about hockey right now. I want to know about you. All righty. Um, well, my husband and I have four children. Um CJ is 21, and Lila is 19, Denny is 15, and Mary is 13. Um, we moved up to Warroad in 2024, um, and then immediately after the hockey season, we moved back to Red Lake Falls. Okay, so you had, did you have two girls that played at Warroad? All of the kids played. All of the hockey. kids played, okay. Yes, um, two of them were, played varsity, yes. Um, Denny was a second-year Bantam A. Okay. Um, when we left, we left immediately after. Um, <laughs> this is what I was talking about. Yeah, <clears throat> you left after the season. Right, after the VFW. Um, okay, the Bantam season. Yes. Yeah, because they and, went longer than high school. Right, they sure. went, they went sure. like a week longer. Um, I'll, how about I give you a break here? You just just okay. kick back for a well, minute. Okay, I'm good. Okay. Um, knowing he wasn't going to be at school on Monday, mm-hmm. after the game, he went down the line and gave all of his teammates a hug. Oh, I bet you it was tough on him. Um, now, World Girls did pretty good in high school hockey this past year, didn't they? They did. In fact, uh, they had some girls go on, uh, like they usually do, to, to the next level. Yep. Um, okay, here's what we're getting down to. Um, hey, Dale. Why don't you... Grab that box over there, will yep. you? I was actually going to run back. Okay. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read a letter here, and this is basically what this, this boils down to. Uh, this was a letter that was sent uh, a while ago, and it says, To whom it may concern. Now, I'm just going to read the opening paragraph here. Uh, we, a group of world girls hockey team players and parents and community members, have approached the world girls hockey coaches, high school administration, as well as members of the school board to inform them of the alleged abusive and alleged inappropriate behavior and actions we believe have clearly violated school policy and Minnesota State High School uh, High School League guidelines. Our intent of this release is to promote safety within the program and ensure a positive environment exists for all youth athletes involved in the World Girls Hockey Program. And uh, we will go over a summary of the behavior uh, included in this. But um, right off the bat, uh, that tells you that uh, people are not happy when you start out a note like that. And and I've been privy to this for quite a while now. I, I knew it was happening. You hear about this all the time. Um, 
I mean, we, we, we basically had a coach, an old world guy, ran out of a team down south here recently who I thought he was a pretty good guy. Um, and, and I mentioned at the top of the show how, how culture and things have changed. Um, back in the day, we didn't have a lot of the issues that people are having now. And I know social media has a lot to do with that. And, and it just the way that people bring up their damn kids, I know, has a way with it, you know, something to do with it, too. But it always used to be what happens in the locker room stays in the locker room. That can't be that way anymore. It can't be that way. Uh, some of the things we're going to talk about here, um, you do not want, I mean, we just heard how hard it was for her son to lead the, ho- the hockey team. But um, these are kind of the things that you have to tell your kids about that they have to be talking about. Um, now, we'll, we'll go back to you now, uh, Shana. Your daughter played at World. Now, who are we talking about uh, that mishandled all of this stuff? I mean, the coaches, was it administration? Um, let's throw some names out there. Um, the coaches. Okay. All, all of the coaches have, you know. And this is for they, the girls' high school team. Right. Okay. Right. And, that, and that's all, all I can really talk to. Um, they're, you know, the the mistreatment of play players by David Marvin, um, the inappropriateness of Layla Marvin, um, the inaction by Derek Comstock and, and the, and as well as, um, Blake Nelson. Yeah. And, and I mean, what the hell we might as well throw in the athletic director. Cause this doesn't sound like he's a whole lot of help either. No, um, um we had, my husband and I had a meeting with um, the athletic director, Mark Chamernick, as well as the, at the time, world principal, um, Dennis Abernathy. Um, I also have had meetings with the superintendent, um, Dr. Sean Yates, um, sent emails to the complete world school board. Mm-hmm. So did you feel like um, when this battle begun, I mean, you're basically, what all you got to do is hear the name Marvin. Uh, you know, it's like, oh, boy, good old boys club. Here we go with the allegations that we're going to go over here. Um, to me, it was a no brainer. Uh, they must really uh, stick together up there. huh? I think there is there is a little misconception and you and you and it and it might be how it used to be. I don't know how it used to be, but everybody wants to like Marvin Windows, Marvin Windows. Mm-hmm. It, Marvin Windows isn't. They got nothing to do with this. No, no, no nothing, nothing, nothing. And 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 that that's unfortunate that people mm-hmm. are like, oh yeah, Marvin Windows pays for this, pays for places for people to stay. No, they don't. No, they don't. Um, there are people that do. Yeah, sure. Like sure that people that they will, they ask people to pay families rent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they and they do that. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, I'm from Thief River Falls. They stole some of our players growing up too. So <laughs> yeah, it, it's um, and it's. There's, we moved, we moved there and, and hockey was, was partly a deciding factor for mm-hmm. our family. Um, the kids and our whole family was really passionate about hockey and, you know, it, it's amazing to me what you don't know. Yeah. So we moved in 2014. We're just finding out about, um, pretty terrible things that had yeah. happened when we were there that we never knew about it's it's this atmosphere of fear and intimidation to control what people know mm-hmm. and and that's i've gotten asked and i might get asked again today you know well, why didn't you leave you know what's hockey why did you stay well you think that you're enough you think that you're enough for your kids sure and they want it. I mean, it's something that they want so bad. You're and, basically there for your kids. Right. And, mm-hmm. and again, the community is wonderful. There's wonderful people oh, in the absolutely. community. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, great other parents. I used good, to have a lot of friends up there. So, <laughs> you know, good teachers and everything. Yep. But, but yeah, you, you tread very lightly when it comes to hockey because of the fear and intimidation and retaliation. And that retaliation is real. Um, behind the scenes, um, I have been in contact with numerous parents um from the world hockey association the girls teams and uh the thing is you know it's bad because when these girls are gone they're graduated they're gone some of them they're still talking about it they still want something done you would think you know oh my goodness i'm I'm finally done i can get the hell out of here and go start my life over again and forget about it but it must not have been that 
you know, it had to have been bad if they don't want to forget about it and they're already trying to go on to the next level. Uh, it's got to be bad. Now, I'm going to go over some of the things on, on this um, sheet of paper I've got. This was the letter uh, to whom it may concern, but uh, I'm going to go over some of the things here. And, and if you could just give examples, if you can, if you can't, uh, that's not a big deal, But because um, there's a lot of them here. Um, the first one, sexually harassing comments and public urination in front of minor players. Now, remember, people, we're talking about the girls' high school hockey team. We're not talking about the boys' high school hockey team here, where things are a lot different. But sexually harassing comments and public urination in front of minor players. What the hell? Yeah, it, it's and and it getting reported and nothing happening. You know that that is a mandated reporting incident from the school when they were made aware and they did nothing. Um, when it was reported to the athletic director, he just thought it was weird. Thought it was weird. Yeah. Now he thought it was weird that you basically whipped out your willy and took a you took a pee right in front of a girl hockey player. That's weird. You know, the Minnesota State High School League, I can't believe that they kind of just brushed this under the rug, too, didn't they? Because yep. I have dealt with them for 40 years, and they're not an easy group to deal with. I mean, no, they usually you, have their poop in a group. Well, and, and they don't really want to talk to anybody unless you're an athletic director. Sure, sure. Um, so I did, I did send some information t- that way. Um, and there must, have been, there must have been some kind of investigation because... Um, you, you can you can tell when something's going on. Um, I know my husband got questioned at work. You know, oh, did, I'm did sure. You, did you give out information? You know, it, it it's it's just ridiculous. Do you feel? Do you feel? Um, we talked about people of world. The, the, the majority of the people of world are great people. Mm-hmm. Um, did you feel like it, it was probably best for you guys to leave world so things like this don't continue to happen? Uh, so so people don't keep trying to egg you on yeah okay yeah and and that's we we my husband or my son loved his team loved his coaches um his bantam coach that he had last year the head coach was his favorite coach that he's ever had and that's after the state tournament in 2022 lila had an amazing tournament and she wanted to leave she we all wanted to leave but denny really wanted to stay and you know i want to play for bryce and mm-hmm. and it's you and know I'm, I'm glad we were able to give that to him but it it cost lila a lot sure and and you know <clears throat> coaches were some of my biggest influences growing up uh and, and that's the way they should they should impact a kid because there's more to the sport you're playing than the sport you're playing you either hear Old athletes, washed up old farts like me, talk about how much of an impact their coach had on them, or you hear how horrible it was. And it shouldn't be that way. A good athlete that enjoyed playing sports, they don't just talk about the wins and the losses. They talk about what more it meant to them. Something on this stage, though, oh my gosh. I mean, there aren't very many good things to think about. Oh, yeah, it's pretty bad when you go, oh, yeah, we were pretty good and went down to state a couple of times. When, when all the bad things override the good things, it, that's you just might as well not even have the damn sport. That, that just makes me so mad. Now, you know, you talk about your son being a Bantam. Uh, I was a hockey dad, too, and I played hockey. Um, when they're growing up, these road trips are, are not just for the kids. They're for the parents, too. Uh, if I'm going to use my vacation, nickel and dime in my vacation in a motel somewhere, I'm going to have fun. And we did. We kept it away from the kids. We weren't in high school. Minnesota State High School League. Again, I'm going to throw them out there. This is a whole different deal. If the parents are down in a motel in the cities for the state high school hockey tournament, that's fine. I do have kind of a problem, though, with the coaches being there. And here is another one. Uh, drinking alcohol while supervising players at overnight trips at the state hockey tournament and at the state hockey tournament. Um, when you're in charge of something, you, you can't do that. I mean... Come on. I know it's you're down there to have fun. You're also down there with a you're you're working. I mean, you're down there working. Yep. Um you're not just responsible for you and your spouse or your children. You're responsible for a whole dang hockey team. Mm-hmm. Um did it get really bad down at state? Yeah. Yeah, it um and they the coaches had been talked to before about not drinking. Mm-hmm. Um we had to go as far as the board, the school board 
requested we give them notarized signed affidavits of our witness statements that they were drinking, which we did. Yeah. Provided the yeah. school notarized signed affidavits that, yes, that we saw David it, Marvin drinking. We saw Layla Marvin drinking. Layla Mar- Marvin got so drunk that she passed out in players in, in bed with players at the state tournament. And she was a coach. In my daughter's room. <laughs> right. My daughter came back to the room, and there was a coach passed out in her bed. Okay. Um, I think somebody's going to join us here. Hello. Are you there? Hello? I got nothing. Hello? Hello. There you go. Are you there? I'm here. Okay. Who is this? This is Crane Linquist. All right, Crane. Now, what do you got to say? Or you just want to come? What kind do I have to? How about if I just join in as you guys continue talking? Because I'm not sure where you're at. Okay. Okay. Can you you can hear us? Okay, though. Yes. Okay. So now you talk about Layla Marvin uh, passing out in a bed. Is she an assistant coach? Is that how that worked? A volunteer coach. Volunteer assistant coach. Okay. Now, was that ever brought up? Like, um, well, she's really not a paid coach, so blah blah blah. blah. Or that should have even been part of the conversation. Okay. Um, let's see. Allowing players to leave the hotel, be unattended in the downtown St. Paul, and unsupervised in the hotel past 3 a.m. Now, boy, that just opens up a whole another bottle of worms for me. Uh, because, for one thing, you're down at a state tournament. Isn't there such thing as curfew? I mean, and, and they're letting the players be out till 3 o'clock in the morning? What do you do at 3 o'clock in the morning at a high school, as a high school kid? They they were told, um, if I if I put these on, will I be able to hear Kareen better? Yeah, yeah, you'll be able to hear okay. her. Yes, yes. I didn't think of that part. So, Kareen, do you want to maybe talk to um, the experience your daughter had with um, letting you know that she was, you know, not comfortable being on her own after the state championship in downtown St. Paul? Yeah, we ended up staying to watch the double A game, and there was no um, there was no direction for the kids. They could either go back to the hotel or they could stay and watch the game. But they found out at I want to say eight twenty two or something like that that they were on their own. Um, which then we got a text saying, "Could you come back to the hotel? Three of us are hungry and we don't want to go out on the streets." So my husband and I went back. We picked up the three girls. Um, one of the girls didn't have a wallet. Um, when she texted the coach, Blake Nelson, said, hey, where are you? I left my phone on the, in the bus in my jacket. Or not my phone, my wallet. Um, his response back was, it's none of your business. <laughs> and so we ended up walking her, that girl, and another girl over to Cassetta's where they ate, and then we ended up proceeding down to Tom Reed's because that's where my daughter wanted to eat. Wow. That's something. None of your business. Man. Um, Here's one that uh, we talk about all the time now. Uh, Ignoring concussion protocol and allowing players to play without medical clearance. Uh, What is this, back in the 80s and the 70s when I played? Uh, It's not that way anymore. What happened with the the concussion thing? So our oldest daughter, CJ, started playing goalie when she was a junior. Um, she had been a defenseman her career before. She, the other goalie, had had a concussion. Um, she, they were playing Minnetonka, and she had not been cleared from her concussion, and David started her. Was he that worried about losing? I... I don't know what he was worried about. I I just know that he wasn't worried about the welfare of his player. Mm-hmm. Now they didn't pass protocol. Why did they even? Why were they allowed to dress? I I don't know. Okay, okay. Um, berating and bullying players, causing some of them to suffer serious emotional distress. Uh, violations of Minnesota State High School League rules. Uh, I I mean I'm going to ask you to to go into this a little more, but I can see where this is all going. Um, is, that's just like a was it just toxic the locker room environment all the time or you always get those few people maybe they're favored a little bit or something they always get those few people that act like there's nothing wrong in the locker room but was it the, just that toxic of an environment 
I don't I don't know how toxic the locker room was. I I think there was moments that might have been toxic in the locker room between the girls. I know they were very it it's my whole family. There's there's times where Lila would give an interview after a game and you would never know you would never know that she has social anxiety or whatever and we're such a tight knit group. We're such a tight knit group and and that necessarily is you know, isn't always the case. Mm-hmm. But but that's what you say. You say and you act a certain way because that's what you're supposed to. Did the girls on the team, were they all pretty much in this together? Did you have your few, like I mentioned, that maybe thought, eh, there's nothing wrong here? I, I would I would say, yeah, mm-hmm. there, were, there were some girls, and, and there was differing treatment. There, sure, there but that's were, what I mean, there, yeah. There, 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 there was obvious favoritism, and, and you know, it, it tended to be the people who would go out and drink after the games with, mm-hmm. with the coaches and and sit at a certain table at the bar. And, you know, we always went to Izzy's. Sure. Well, um, yeah, I suppose. Right? Um, and, and and you could you could see, you know, and Matt Matt worked at the patch at, for ma- doing maintenance. Mm-hmm. And so Izzy was his, Izzy and Callie were his bosses. And we decided right away that... You know, you are an employee. This isn't your, you know, at work. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to Izzy about the girls in the program. Sure. And you're not. Keep it professional. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but that's just not the way that most, most, some families sure. handled that. Sure. Um, the, the locker room, I know the beginning of last season, girls that now can, you know, back David and say that he's empathetic and cares and that were the same girls that were crying to Lila at the beginning of the season last year because of, of the way they were being treated. Wow. Um, it says improper conduct regarding utilizing players of their team to advertise without their consent and giving unfair advertising advantage to select organizations and violating a team member's First Amendment rights by disciplining her because of her protected free speech. What happened there? So those are two separate okay. things. Um, the the Max Foundation um, badges, stickers. Oh, sure, are sure, worn, sure. Are worn by everyone, and I don't. I don't have a lot of information on this. So um, the world hockey team gets nothing for wearing those patches. It's just free advertising for the foundation. Right. And, and some of the stuff we pay for, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's very difficult because the premise, the premise of the max foundation is a good thing. Like, of course we need, we need more, we need more education. We need more awareness. We need to end the stigma around mental health. But what a slap in the face to have the people on on that board, yeah, yeah, abusing our kids mm-hmm. and and terrible to use Max's name in that way. Yeah, it, it is. It, it is a terrible thing. You know, if you don't know uh, the story about Max, um, look it up and, and find out. Um, was there ever any hazing? That used to be a thing back in, in my day. Uh, it wasn't too bad, um, but it, it's not, it, you, there's no room for that anymore. It no, doesn't happen. No, and as I guess I, I don't recall okay. hazing. Kareen, have you? No. No, no, I don't remember any okay. stories of that. No, okay. no. Um, more, you know, there was, there was an incident where we we got some senior players this last season. Um, when the captains and assistant captains were awarded, one of these new players did get awarded an assistant captain, um, and and the girls were told. Because she she's worked hard, she worked hard before. You know, she's worked hard. She deserved well, and it it made some of some of the other girls upset. Mm-hmm. Which you know, who decided I, who the captains were? 
Isn't that usually I, a team vote? I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure exactly okay. how. I don't want to speculate. Mm-hmm. Um, and and one of the other girls said, told the rest of the team, quit acting like a bunch of spoiled six-year-olds. Mm-hmm. You know, spoiled, jealous six-year-olds. And it's, you know, understandably, they were sure. upset. Right. You know, you know, and it's kind of, I don't know. There's... There was sometimes that air in the locker room that you don't you you protect yourself in the locker room because you know that there are people there are players in the locker room who if you disagree mm-hmm. they're going to go and tell they're yeah. going to report you to David sure and and then and then you'll be retaliated so you're, you're you're actually what you're telling me is they kind of throw the team concept out into the garbage then because it's really not a team if there's dissension like that a team should stick together they should be all on the same page. And and right there, that's just got dysfunction with a capital D all over it. I mean, it really does. Yeah, and I, I don't know. I, I feel like the the players know knew mm-hmm. who to trust and who you know. Sure. Who they who they you figured can, out after a while. You know, and 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 the, and some you know one player getting a box of candy in her stall with a note from the coaches. You know. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. and it's it's just of course the girls are gonna make jokes privately about that. Like, why is she gonna candy? Yeah, yeah. You know, and and that's that's not a good environment. No, that's just that's just plain old weird. Yeah, it really, it is. And then in in speaking to the free speech, um, so there there's there's that part of this is out there, and but I don't think the whole like the. whole People don't know the whole, the gravity of the whole situation. There, we've got a, a player who still plays. Mm-hmm. Um, at some point, there was a news. I think the rink, the rink live. Some Jess Myers put something out there yep. that you know, a former player. She was never kicked off the team. She never quit. Okay, I know that, what you're talking. Yep that that was just baloney. Mm-hmm. I expect more for a journalist. Yeah. Um, but she she had a meeting with like during a game with with Blake Nelson and what can I do? What can I do to, you know, elevate my play, mm-hmm. you know, and instead of telling her what she can do, just pointing out what other girls are doing. And, and she had a tough time in that meeting and, and she was upset and she was crying later on after this, when they were talking about it, they asked him how she was and, Oh, she was fine. Hmm. Well, there was a recording of that meeting. No, she obviously was not fine. She was crying. She was distraught. She wasn't fine yeah. to go down to the locker room to find out that Mike Marvin, who has no affiliation with the high school girls team, had walked two players from out of town through that girls locker room with players in it before a game to show them the locker room what? on a recruiting trip. So so she comes down, obviously, you know, even more upsetting. You're trying to work and they're bringing more people in. Mm-hmm. And she she didn't feel good, like she was actually sick. Mm-hmm. And so, after the game, she texted the coaches and said, um, "I'm not feeling well. I I this isn't like word for word, but I'm not feeling well. Good luck on your recruiting trip. You're not going to miss me anyway. And I'm probably going to get emotional again." If that's not a cry for help, yeah, yeah, that nothing. This was a this was a Friday. Nothing until Monday when they emailed her and told her that she was suspended for two weeks. Jeez, and 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 you know I'm still kind of stuck, uh, Shana, on the fact that um, how a guy can just come walking into a girls' hockey locker room. Uh, thinking that he owns the damn place when there are rules, especially when it comes to girls hockey. Minnesota State High School League, man, 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 we're throwing you under the bus, and it is well-deserved. I tell you what, uh, let's see here. I commend, uh, this is from Heather, I commend these ladies for coming forward. Really heartbreaking to hear about all these stories, uh, which we've been hearing a lot of these types of stories over the last few few years. Uh, The kids deserve better. 
they do, Heather. And uh, thank you. We're we're gonna take a little break here. Uh, Shana Langton, uh, Jesus, Shana Langton, and who else we got with us here? Uh, Kareen Lindquist is uh, here via Zoom. Uh, we will be back. We're talking about World Girls Hockey, uh, but I want to talk about CNH Insurance right now. One of our big sponsors here. Uh, you know, they began with the goal of building an agency with the highest of principles personalized attention and of course service they strive to give everyone who walks through their door special attention and the best customer service possible it's their priority that is just what they do Uh, their agents well over 50 years of combined insurance experience they're licensed in north dakota minnesota and arizona Uh, for all of your insurance needs i tell you what contact justin jody or tammy 218-773-0287 or you can stop in uh, 1427 central avenue northwest and east grand forks grand forks best source insures with cnh insurance maybe you should think about doing that too cnh insurance over in east side uh shana langto and also uh kareen linquist with us today talking about um things that have been happening and, and i've known about this now for probably close to a year up in uh, world with the girls hockey team the high school hockey team um, I want to I want to get into this letter a little bit more here. Uh, we have continued concerns of the seriousness of these alleged events, and we do not feel that the school administration and school board are taking adequate action in response to these allegations. We obtained legal counsel to try and open a dialogue to re- rectify these problems and concerns. Now, due to the above list of concerns, that's what we were talking about earlier. Counsel has informed us we have numerous potential civil claims for monetary compensatory damages and injunctive relief against the coaches in the district. They include, but are not limited to the following um, sexual harassment, uh, intentional infiction of emotional distress, negligent infiction of emotional distress, defamation, negligent hiring and supervision of hockey team coaches, other negligences, uh, hazing under Minnesota statute 135 A-155, breach of uh, fiduciary duty, breach of contact for violation of district school conference and or Minnesota State High School League policies, uh, vicarious liability for the district. Don't Now, I mean, you can dangle a lawsuit in front of their face, but does that seem to even bother any of these people that we're talking about? No. Or do they just feel like they are that indestructible? That's how I feel. Yeah. Um, Heather also says, I can't even go into my daughter's skating locker room per USFSC regulations, daughter's uh, figure skater. Even if I have my safe sport done, crazy to think I can't go help either of my daughters, but a man could just walk through a girl's locker room. Uh, She nailed it there. Yeah. Has there been talk about lawsuits? Um, We we did talk to a lawyer, um, sent... My husband and I have met with members of the school. I've met with members of the school. I know Kareen has met with administration from the school. Um, other parents have met um, with them. We've, people with letters have sent them in about their, their children's abuses. Um, sent a letter to their lawyer because, you know, I think, I'm not sure which, which of the parent group got, got the email, but... Um, you it's pretty much said you followed all the right channels now you you, mm-hmm. know, you should talk to the lawyer now when we talk about um coaches um school administrators uh athletic directors um all of that stuff uh superintendent do any of them have kids that play hockey uh the yes. athletic director okay 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 and uh plays girls hockey boys hockey um graduate um Abby graduated with okay. with Kalila and Lila, and there is some younger, okay, no, none other on the high school girls program. Okay, I want to continue with this letter. In lieu of pursuing our complaints, we have asked for the following measures intended to rectify the conduct and prevent or minimize the likelihood of its recurrence. Immediately respond to and stop all harassment of girls hockey team members. Uh, obviously, that has never happened, no. or did it? No, and... And there was retaliation oh, again, sure. against members who, who it still went on the beginning of this mm-hmm. season. Okay, how about uh, retain a mental health consultant to work with girl team members suffering from mental emotional health issues? Uh, that's never going to happen, I would imagine. No. Uh, I'll keep going through this. Create an anti-bullying task force. Guess and no. Nope. Uh, no organization be allowed to advertise with the girls' hockey program or other programs or require its logo on the uniforms of players and or any team gear. Now, that's one that kind of gets me because 
the world of advertising is taking over the NHL now, National Hockey League. You never, you never, professional sports had advertising on the jerseys. Now they're starting to wear something, uh, either a little patch on the jersey or you'll see something on the helmets. But do you know how much money these companies pay these teams to be on their jersey? I would like to know who decides how and when the world girls have to wear a specific patch uh, promoting something. Um, I'm sure... I mean, who says, yeah, go ahead, put whatever what you want on there. That, that, I don't get that. Since, well, it, it seems to me like it was it, the coaches could do whatever they wanted, mm-hmm. put whatever they wanted. Now they have since we brought this forward, um, did talk about it at the school board meeting, and it has to go it has to go through more of a process. Sure, sure. I mean, I could see even with when it comes to the Max Foundation, of course, nonprofit, um, I could see where they could say, you know, this this organization came up to us and, and asked if we could possibly do this at something like that, where it, it's got to be agreed upon. You don't just all of a sudden go, oh, here's some patches. Have your mom sew these on your jersey. I, I just don't think that should work that way. Um, prepare and implement an effective girls hockey team handbook. Uh, track reports of alleged harassment, train staff, and retain a third-party consultant to determine what additional measures are needed and monitor compliance with these measures, uh, reimbursement of legal expenses of the parties, and replace the existing girls' hockey coaches. Now, did who decides if the coach should stay or if the coach should go? And if it is a school board, what has happened with them? So... Um, the school board, the, the, the hockey handbook, there was a hockey, a girl's hockey handbook, um, brought Mm -hmm. forward to the school board from, um, I'm not sure what of the coaches gave it to, um, Mark Chamanick and Dr. Yates, but they brought it to the school board. It's kind of a generic. No, it was ridiculous. Oh, okay. It, you know, Kareen, do you remember what the three roles of a player were? They were either the stud Oh boy! Right, that's not what you put in a hawk in a handbook. Oh, I, I wish, I wish I, I don't ha- remember Shana. But it, but but it's ridiculous. Like it, mm-hmm. um, a lot of the coach's discretion for any kind of um, consequence is the, the coach's discretion. <laughs> Which you know, kids. These are kids. Mm-hmm. Um, we we want to be teaching them how to be good adults. Sure. And they need to have um, guidelines to follow, expectations. They need to know their expectations. Mm-hmm. They want to know their expectations. Um, but but to just say, like like a situation of Sophie Johnson, that you get suspended for two weeks for breaking absolutely no rule. Mm-hmm. They... What what message does that send to the rest yeah. of the team? We can suspend you and kick you off varsity at any time for anything we want. Yeah, it doesn't. Ha- there's no precedence. We can we can do that to you. I, I can they, tell. They went so far as to take her name off of our roster on the Minnesota State Jeez. High School League page. You know, there's there's girls who never played a varsity shift mm-hmm. who were still on that roster, except for Sophie Johnson's name got taken out. You know, I can tell you right now, uh, Shaden, none of this crap would fly around here. Um, I'm going to use this as an example. Uh, one of our high school boys hockey coaches uh, let go a few years back. Um, and, and, and don't quote me on this, but basically in the locker room had said something like, um, you guys are playing like a bunch of blank and lost his job. And that is just, that's like this compared to what I'm hearing and what I'm reading about the World Girls Hockey Program. Now, was this? what does the school board have to say about this? Are they even listening to you guys? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem so. Um, when it was time to, to vote to renew their contracts, um, Gus Booth and Brenda Soler were the only board members to care for our kids and vote no. Care for any of the kids. And that's... Yep, my my daughters are done. My high school daughters and my younger kids won't play in War Road. But there's kids that I care about on that team. Right. There's this shouldn't this shouldn't happen. This kids shouldn't no one should be treated like this. Mm-hmm. Um they 
Layla Marvin, she can't, um, is suspended from staying with the team on overnight trips. Oh, boy. For this season. Yeah. For violating policy 417. Um, it's the looking at the policies that the world school has in place. The school board had the power to not renew these contracts. Mm-hmm. Um, they, it seems as though they were led to believe by the superintendent that they were not able to have that power. Um, but, but they were. You know, I don't know if uh, school district 690 up there has got way more money than any other school district does in Minnesota. But if, if this gets to the point where lawsuits are taken and this goes to court, how the hell are they going to afford it? Because school districts right now can barely afford to keep their heads above water. This is something you'd think they'd want to nip this in the bud right now, you know? But you, but like I, like I said, just within the last three weeks, I found out like some pretty heinous allegations mm-hmm. and... It, it's literally people bring this and it just vanishes and people don't ever know about it. And, and that's, that's part of the thing too. It's I, even the people who live in world, even my husband and I, who have been part of the hockey program for since 2014, had no idea of some of the things that were happening. Mm-hmm. And we, and like our kids played with those kids yeah. and we didn't know what was happening to them. Um, talking to some families about, will you come forward and hearing it's too traumatic. Yeah. I can't put my family through that again because it's too traumatic. What have what have they done to these kids and these families? You know, it's it's this this fear and intimidation and 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 it just things get swept under the rug and, mm-hmm. and nobody knows. The the wonder like the wonderful people that live in world that have no idea that this awfulness is happening. Yeah. And and you know the 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 ages of the kids we are talking about right now. Um, I mean, they're right now they're about as far away from knowing what they want to do as they could ever figure out. I mean, they're let them be damn kids. They want to play hockey. That want to play hockey. They want to have fun. They want to learn more about life. You want to turn them into good adults and it, and it, this is not the way to do it. Um, Gosh, I don't know if I've ever – what really got me when I was first approached by some of your people about this was how the fact that, that somebody could finish a hockey career and talk bad about it. Um, and, and I'm hearing that, and I'm like, wait a minute. You know, everybody I know when we played – of course, I'm talking about guys, and, and I'm talking about it years ago, but I don't know anybody that, that the first thing you know that came out of their mouth was how bad of an experience it was playing hockey – and, you know, if, if Warroad's supposed to be hockey town, I guess they can still be hockey town, but with an asterisk, you know, behind it, because uh, this is ridiculous. Mike says the public urination should have been enough for termination. The alcohol consumption should have been enough. So sad, and the girls will live with this trauma forever, and that's what I'm getting at. You're getting them right now at the age where, yeah, they're not going to forget this crap, and, and this could affect them in the future in ways you don't want it to affect them. Um, I, I, to me, this is just unfathomable. I can't, I can't believe that this is happening because I'm still around the sport of high school hockey a lot. I, I still call games on the radio and I'm, and I'm around these guys. I saw the world boys play last year up here. And, and this, if does, is the word out in world about this? I mean, will this affect girls hockey in world in the future? Will there be parents that say we're gone? We're not going to do this because all that's doing is hurting the kid who wants to play. But it, will this, and, and I, I can't believe I'm even saying this, I hope it affects their program coming up, but do you think it will? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. We get a lot of, it's about playing time. And I know from all of us that I've talked to, to for everyone I've talked to, this has nothing to do with playing time. It has to do with the treatment of our kids it has to, and and I don't know. I don't know if it's been going on for so long, and it just goes away, and people don't know about it. I don't it, you, all of this. Like I don't know. I don't know how long or how high would you say this file is? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. You there. know, I, I've got a file here that's, and we're just kind of scratching the surface on this right, whole deal. And and it's been brought. We we my husband asked, told David Marvin, we do not want you to talk to our daughter without one of us there mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. of because of the abuse. Yep. And 
he he went around it and he you know asked asked Corrine's daughter who was friends with Lila they were D partners for a long time um to go get her because coach wanted to talk to her Mm -hmm. you know used another player to get her and then talk to her in public where he called her a bad teammate and you know after Mm. we asked him you know Mm-hmm. Because how, because she was having a hard time. So apparently he doesn't know that people talk about him too, because I've heard things about him for years, but uh, that's for a different show at a different time. What do you, what do you guys want done? I mean, I know you guys, your hands are, are clean of them now. You're, well, they're not clean and they're going to be dirty for a long time, but what would you like to see done up there? We would like to see the girls protected mm-hmm. any kid like mm-hmm. this isn't this isn't acceptable in any program right but it's happening in the girls high school pro- program um there was it's part of the thing that makes me so angry is i i honestly feel like these coaches feel like they've done nothing wrong mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and we were just angry parents about playing time. It has nothing to do with playing time. Um, a concern that and and investigate. They don't even investigate. Yeah. They. I, I have. I have a concern. Um, Green and her family had a concern, and it wasn't even investigated. Oh. I. I. I will call. Talk to other kids about it, but I won't talk to the kid that it affected. Sure, because I'll talk to. Oh, the, yeah. I'll talk to the kids about it who are going to tell me what I want to hear. Exactly. That and and even trying to get someone to come in and actually do an investigation mm-hmm. is is proving to be next to impossible. You know, it, it's a ma- these a lot of these were mandated reporting events and it was never reported by the school. So I reported it to the county. Yeah. And the county said, "Oh, these coaches are school employees, so you have to you have to report it to the Department of Education." Mm. Okay? So I reported it to the de- Department of Education. They said, um because they're coaches, it needs to go to the Minnesota State High School League, which oh, sure. it already was had been yeah, too. Yeah. Um, they also said for the mental abuse, um, we need supporting documentation, which of course, like, but when you're in it, you don't always think of that. So, had a real investigation been done when we very very first brought our concerns forward? Okay, I would have I would have got documentation from mm-hmm. providers mm-hmm. That, about how my daughter was suffering, uh, how it was affecting her, but. It was never investigated, so I didn't know that that's what they needed. So now I know, and now I work on that. You know, so then it's to circle back to the Minnesota State High School and say, hey, you guys are the ones who are supposed to be right. looking at the sexual harassment. Yep. You know, this, it, it, it's, it's not up to you what sexual harassment is for me. It's mm-hmm. not up to Mark Chamernick to say what's sexual harassment right. to the high school players. It's the high, it's how it's made the high school players feel, and mm-hmm. it made the high school players feel harassed yeah. and sexual and, and uncomfortable, and that is unacceptable. And then don't do anything. You know, uh, like Mike says, the public urination should have been enough for termination. Um, actually, public urination is um, that is a misdemeanor, uh, so there should have been more than that. Um, you know, I get. Okay, boy, I got so drunk last night, I went and passed out with my friend's house, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Coaches don't do that in a player's room, in a player's bed. That, to me, would be enough for me to go, I need to step away. I need to make myself a better person, and I need to not bring this crap to the high school girls' hockey team. What are these people thinking? I mean, I, 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 that's unfair. I, I can't ask you to, to tell me what they're thinking. I'd like to know what the hell you're thinking. I wish one of these people that we're talking about would, um, they probably don't know we're doing the show, but um, I wish they would reach out to me and, and have the nads to say something during the show. Um, but I would imagine the word has gotten out by now uh, that, that the show is happening right now. Um, you guys liked it up in World, um, obviously. Um, huge part of the problem. Okay, this is from Kristen. Huge part of the problem is the Minnesota State High School League who was made well aware of these things that were going on and did nothing. These families were very brave to stand up and have been retaliated against, including my own family. And it's time for protection for these girls in, in equality in all Section 8 hockey. Um, now, I think their daughter went on. I think she's playing college hockey. Um, what is your daughter doing now? She's playing college hockey in 
Yep. So these are the these are the top players on this team that are now gone that are worried and complaining and think something needs to be changed. Like we said earlier in the show, that tells you something. When your best players are done, and this is what they want to talk about with their experiences playing hockey in Warroad, that's just not right. It, 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 old hockey guys like me, Minnesota hockey guys like me, that just it blows, it makes my head spin. You never in a million years would you think of something like that. Coming in small town hockey USA, maybe a big city, maybe something like that, but it goes on everywhere, and, and, and this is proof. And the thing is, is you guys aren't just bringing up these allegations. I've seen the paperwork. I've seen all the filings. I've seen everything. This is some very serious stuff that, to me, seems like people up north don't think it is. I, the people who know and the people who are supposed to be protecting our kids have sent the message to us that they don't think it's important. But I, I, again, I think there's just so many people up there who, who don't know. Yeah, I mean, when you, when you cite statutes that were broke, um, these are all lawsuits. I mean, you can sue anybody for anything now, and this is some pretty serious stuff here. Um, you know, me being from Thief Forever and, and now an, an East Sider, um, I hope this affects their team. <laughs> I don't want to see my teams beat them. I don't. I don't want it to affect the girls. No, I know. You know, I, and, and it, what, what's another terrible side effect of it is the girls who don't think that there's anything wrong with what's been happening, saying things about the girls that do, oh, just trying to use mental health to move up a line. That's the culture. That's the culture that's being bred in that girls program. And that's dangerous. Yeah. And that's disgusting. And that's how how can you say that about a teammate? Mm-hmm. How can you say that about another person? You know, it's it's. You know, I, I and I brought this up on the show a million times. They don't make kids like they used to. Um, I think it all starts at home. Um, do you think that could be an issue? Are there parents that are kind of like mm, this ain't happening because it hasn't happened to their kid? They're all aware I think, of it. I think the. I, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, you know, it, it's, we've lost friends over this. I bet. Be, because. I'm sure I'm going to, too. Because it's. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know there's, there's parents that know mm-hmm. that will, you know, I don't know, try and rationalize it away. I Sure. I don't. I don't know. Well, I know Heather says, I've known about this for years, and I live in central North Dakota. Um, We all hear things. Um, I'm fortunate enough to uh, have friends up there that were involved with uh, the hockey program up there. Uh, So I've known about this uh, for a while. I was actually at first um, afraid to bring this up on a show. Um, But then again, I've got a kid. I've got grandkids. I know how this can affect kids high schoolers, whatever, you put yourself in your shoes or your daughter's shoes. Any of these people's shoes, these players that we've been talking about, uh, this is definitely can affect them forever, and, and it, it's ridiculous, and, and I, I just hope something can be done. Um, is your fight, you guys are done, is your fight over, or is this going to keep on rolling until something is finally done? Are there still people there willing to continue with this battle? I think so. I think so. I think, you know, us us as a parent group, you know, what what's our next step? I think right now we're um there's a there's a Facebook group that um we hear you where we want to know people's experience because um like Heather said she has heard about she she might know some of it, but there's there's things that have happened to kids that she doesn't know that are terrible mm-hmm. and and people coming forward is hard because there's retaliation and there's people who are going to say mean things sure and there's people who are going to say mean things to your kids they're yeah. gonna yeah you know um and it, it's it's scary it's it's scary but it but it's we have we have mm-hmm. there has to be a mm-hmm. change there has to be there has to be a change and 
Yeah. I, are, are you worried uh, for your son? Because uh, is he going to play hockey in Red Lake Falls? Mm-hmm. Okay. Will they play World? No. Okay. Okay. Um, I was wondering about that. Um, maybe, may, maybe they might see each other in playoffs. but Sure. Sure. And he still has a lot of friends there. He does. Yeah. A lot of great friends. Yeah. A lot of... A lot of great friends. Yeah. So, you know, it's too bad that uh, something that has absolutely nothing to do with him, and and this is what happens. This is the outcome. It's another thing, folks. Uh, It's just not all about the people we're talking about. Uh, They do have siblings, friends, cousins, all of that kind of stuff, too. Did we leave anything out here? I mean, we could talk about this and go through all the paperwork and be here for hours, but did we leave anything out? Uh, John Anglin saying it's a one-sided interview, possibly. Get somebody else here, John, that uh, will talk for the other side. But um, oh, I got a quick question. Did you say there was a Facebook support group where people can reach out uh, for support? Was, or did I mishear you? Or um, if, if, I was going to say if you have the name for for if people can search, we'd love to get the word out yeah, there, right? We we hear you. Absolutely is is the group. Okay. Okay, uh, and 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 I want to get back to John again here. Uh, most interviews are one sided. <laughs> That's why we do interviews. Um, Anything else that you want to talk about? Did we miss anything? Probably. Yeah. There, there's so much. There's mm-hmm. so, right, there's right. so, so much. Like, like, and, and this, this, there's big things. And we, we, we had a wonderful player, Kate Johnson. She, um, in 2023, got her 100th assist, got her 200th point, and her 100th goal. Wow. And typically in our pro in the program, there's a Twitter page, and and that's mentioned. Mm-hmm. Like anytime there's a big milestone, her parents have spoke out. None of these were mentioned. Yeah, I mean, why? Yeah, why? Why? Why be petty and why be hurtful? Like exclusive, and mm-hmm. and that that's another thing, you know. Exclusion is a form of bullying, and that's really used. That's really, really a tool that's, sure. that's used. Oh, all the time. Uh, Kristen does say the public urination occurred at a hockey fundraising event on the golf course in Warroad, Minnesota, in front of four players, including my daughter, who was brave enough to speak up and say that it was wrong. She'll be traumatized by this forever watching someone you are to respect as a coach do this in front of you and not want your hockey careers destroyed because you speak up only silences the victims. Now, now what kind of blows me away is this is a big deal. This uh, golf tournament that they were talking about, this is a very big deal in Warroad, professionally a very big deal in Warroad, and and I, it, it kind of blows me away that um, uh, somebody could just whip it out and take a leak in the middle of a golf course in a tournament like this. Um, anyway, um, I, I do want to thank you uh, for coming in here. Uh, Shana, I, you know, you said you've probably lost some friends. Um, just looking at some of these comments, I might too. Um, I hope not. Um, our job here is to get the word out on what's going on. Um, I know darn well nobody else is helping you make this public. Um, I know you guys have gone to different outlets, different media outlets, and, and I don't think you're getting a whole lot of help because I think a lot of people are afraid. Um, we're here. Uh, and, and we are about hockey here too. And this is is a terrible thing. Um, Shana, thank you. And, uh, Kareen, I'm glad you got to, uh, talk a little bit here too, but, um, you know, hopefully we can run into you guys somewhere and, uh, we can, we can be nice to forget about this, but where's your daughter playing now? Concordia. Concordia. And I'm guessing somebody reached out to her because she's tried to call me. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. Um, and, and, and they just, they want to forget it. Yeah. They want to, they want to move on, mm-hmm. and and I think that's that's kind of the history is people who have experiences like this just want to get past it. Yeah, but then it keeps happening. Sure, to these and kids. and that's the thing, you know, uh, girls like your daughter can maybe move on, but there's still the next group to come up, and yeah. the next group to come up after that, and the next group to come up after that. You know, the high school coaches are already looking at the girls that are tiny mites and squirts and peewee age and bantam age because they are the next, you know, the next level in high school. But um, if something isn't done about it, it it's not going to get fixed. And and we and we aren't up there, but Kareen is lives there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Johnsons, Sophie and her parents and her family are there. 
she's already been retaliated against this year. You wow. know what? What's it? What's her season going to be like? Mm-hmm. What? You know, she's a great kid committed to Saint Scholastica already. Yep. Um, which I don't know a whole lot about their program, but I'm going to say absolute kudos to them. Sure. Um, because their coach supports Sophie and knows about the abuse that she's taken and and is just supportive and so kudos to the Saint Scholastica staff. I know somebody from there. At, one, at a tournament Lila was playing in Duluth, had been trying to contact Coach Marvin um, because he wanted to look at, or she wanted to look at some of the girls, never got her call back. So it's, you know, some kids matter, some kids don't. Well, I just got, uh, we just got a notification from somebody in Warroad. Congratulations on speaking up, is what they said. Uh, somebody's got to do it. And, and I don't, I'm not going to say congratulations, but I am going to say thank you. Um, hopefully this little podcast we do here is enough to start turning some more heads, uh, getting more people privy on what's happening up there. So what you need to do is you need to share this on Facebook. Uh, you'll be able to watch the show whenever you want. It doesn't go away. Share it, push it, get it out there. I mean, if you want to tag the world school district, I don't care, but, uh, Let's get this out there. And again, uh, Shana, thank you for you and your husband for coming in here today. Uh, he reminded me, I ran into him like 20 years ago and he remembered it. It's funny. I can't, I do remember it, but not very good. Anyway, um, thank you guys. And again, uh, thank you to Kareen, uh, for, for, um, joining us here too. Um, we wish you guys the best of luck. I'm a hockey nut. So maybe I'll get to see your boy play. Um, I do like to go check out different rinks and, 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 I remember playing in Red Lake Falls. I had to get escorted out of Red Lake Falls as a bantam by the police because I heard a kid pretty good in the game. But that's for another show. Um, thank you guys for coming in. I know this wasn't easy. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Thank you. Uh, there you go, uh, folks. Again, uh, you know, if you've heard of this going on anywhere else, uh, maybe it doesn't have to be up in Hockey Town. Uh, you have to do something about this or it will keep on going forever and ever and ever. Uh, I would like to thank Oh For Heaven's Cakes for bringing you today's show. What more is there to say about Oh For Heaven's Cakes than Oh For Heaven's Cakes? All you got to do is walk around the corner and you can smell it. Best cakes, cupcakes for a special occasion or just a treat. You're going to find them right there on the north backside of the Grand Cities Mall. Open Tuesdays through Friday, 10 to 4, Saturdays, 9 to noon. You can call them up, 701-757-CAKE, or go to OforHeavensCakes at Yahoo.com. Hey, be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. Check out OforHeavens Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. Uh, Kit Brennan got Common Sense Uncensored coming in at about 1 o'clock today. Uh, make sure you check that out. Hey, the Great Reset Hidden Agenda is back tomorrow at 11. Again, thank you to Shayna and also to Kareen for coming on today. Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody. And remember to like, share, tag, and follow us, all right? And don't forget, uh, we are now on Rumble. Follow us there. And if you'd like to get some of this GFBS merchandise, just go to gfbsmerch.com. Remember to uh, do everything I just said. We'll catch you tomorrow. You know, we love Grand Forks. Grand Forks' best source is giving it an identity again.